That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? Boom. Boom. Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, when I rode across America. Is that Black Rifle Coffee? This is. I like that shirt. I haven't never, I've never, I I just found, you know how you see a shirt and I I, I was like going through it, it's like, oh, he wore this in a long time. You better keep your hands on it, my friend. (laughs) Oh, you like it? Your drift is a gift. And I don't even drink coffee. (laughs) Black Rifle was good. The decat actually was pretty good and a lot of people that I, uh, they donated. So I rode across America, most of the people, if you're not a new listener, you know, and one of the sponsors was Black Rifle Coffee, and they gave us coffee. Obviously, we needed right across America, yeah. and then um, some some swag, right? And so, a uh, really good, cool, really cool company doing cool things. And we try to partner with people that are always giving to others. So, uh, shout out Black Rifle! You can always sponsor us, right? <laughs> or at least send us some cool shirts and or coffee for or Jody. coffee for me. Well, and I've been cutting back on it, but. Are you still doing good on that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I drink it once in a while, not all the time, but like I got coffee in there right now. And how was that hard for you? Mm, it, yeah. It was a change. though. It was. Oh, uh, I knew I was knew it was coming. <laughs> I, as soon as you asked, I was like, "Oh, here's his setup." <laughs> so are we talking about the brace and change that's today, right? Right. And that's a and for most of y'all, that was, it was unplanned. <laughs> Hey, but that's what I makes us good speakers. Hey, we, we know how to connect the dots, right? It's how to connect the dots. But yep. Change it. But to your point, to our audience and the world are a lot of coffee drinkers. And to tell somebody you, you're no longer going to drink coffee, that causes some anxieties. I've seen people's faces. Oh, yeah. That are literally like, no, I can, I can, I can, no, I can never do that. Right. No, that's a strong word. Never? Like, I could never do that. In a life or death, I need coffee. I have to have coffee. And they, they like, you can tell they own caffeine at that time because that's how serious they are. I don't know what I would, yeah, yeah. hopped up. Like, <laughs> you might as well, did you inject it into your veins? Well, for me, it was uh, <clears throat> more of, I love, <clears throat> I love the taste of coffee. I would drink nothing. I like, but yeah, I don't drink, I don't do caffeine. I do decaf only, people. Just want to make sure y'all hear me. Well, for me too, mm-hmm. it's it's the acidity because I like coffee straight black, like no cream, no sugar, no nothing. Just and because I love the taste, but it's very acidic, and that was like starting to, you know, as we get older, do things to my my intestines uh, and just all that stuff. And so, it's funny, my wife and I, without even discussing it, we both just decided we were going to switch to tea and decaf. For me, it's not as much the caffeine as it is like the acidity of it. And so I um, now I just have coffee once in a while, like as a treat. Yeah, and that's how it, it, it's when you do something for so long and to, to change it or, or think of even when you think of, if it's self-determined, um, right? If you was like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Was it easy for you just to let it go? What like did you what what were the thoughts like? You know what? I think I want to do this for my health. Like you had a good reason for mm-hmm. it, but do you would you consider it an easy shift in your life? It went easier than I thought, and I mm. I cannot explain. I like that. there it is, right there, the, the thought. Yeah, it went easier than I. What thought did you it think? Would. The- well, because I and I think it depends on what you're changing and why. So <clears> I was changing this really just for health reasons. Mm-hmm. But I I love coffee, 
And so that was where I thought it would be difficult because I thought, well, I would miss the taste of it. I would miss the comfort of it. To me, coffee is comfort. I wake up in the morning. I'd brew that hot, you know, cup Everybody of coffee. Everybody over there, we can't see them, but they're shaking their Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. And they can smell. <laughs> I know you can smell it right now. You can you can feel that for, first, like, hot sip mm-hmm. and just the comfort that it provided. So I thought that would be very difficult. And honestly, Morgan, there's mornings I wake up also where I don't even have tea. I just, like, start drinking my water. I will say when I was drinking coffee all the time, mm-hmm. I made myself drink a big 40-ounce thing of water before mm-hmm. I could have my first cup of coffee. That was my rule, which helped, I think, because if I didn't, I would just be drinking coffee all day. So I would try to do a one-for-one, but um, anyway, back to the point. It went easier than I thought it would, and I don't know why. Mm. I can't put my finger on Maybe, that. I mean, this is the thing, right? This is what I, I, and I've been thinking about embracing change. This is a concept that I've, that um, I've been doing a lot of studying on, I guess you would say, a lot of contemplating in my free time. It's like, it's, it's actually stopped me from going to sleep at night a couple of times this week. Um, the, I, I believe the reason why that we have a trouble with change, we, that sometimes the first thought of it is always, in most cases, negative. It's like, am I going to be able to do it? I can't do this. This is too much. This is too excessive. Is we've been taught that change was never positive. And it's interesting you said never because I just wrote down so I wouldn't forget it. I didn't think never. And here's here's what I mean okay. by that. And maybe this is why it's so easy. I didn't say to myself, I'm never going to drink coffee again. What I said to myself was, I'm going to stop drinking coffee Certainly as much as I did. So I think I set realistic expectations. Had I said I am never going to drink coffee again, that might have been more difficult for me to do. Or not to do. It might have been more difficult for me to embrace. So it's when we use those words that like solidify things in our own brains, like never, Mm -hmm. can't, won't. Yeah. Not gonna, ain't, however, however you yeah. speak at that time. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, fuck <laughs> that, right? Whatever it is. And when you use those terms, then you're planting a different type of seed. Yeah, I think so. And I think <clears throat> when this change comes, whatever it is, and I know the, the, the topic is very broad, right? And I know we'll get into other things, but <clears throat> using this coffee <clears throat> as an impromptu example, <clears throat> kind of setting realistic expectations for myself, allowed me to to do it easier so you made change look different for you yeah so when it comes down to like setting, that's the good thing the one thing about i always i posted this on uh, facebook the other day is like you can fight change all you want but tomorrow will be different Mm -hmm. right and people like oh i see what you did there i said yeah because you we can't stop change from happening like you can fight it every day it will change for the good the better i would wouldn't you rather Put a plan together and change the way you want to, or would you rather for change be forced upon you? Well, obviously, you know you want to have control because now we're talking about control. People Correct. having or losing control. And yes, but that's that, the same thing with change, like because they think you think you're losing something. You think you whatever it is you you should have, you have to have. But in 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 change, even if it's something that you 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 don't control the concept or the the item, 
what do you control? Yeah, you control you control how you react to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important thing to understand. So if you're talking about changing your environment, changing your you know, your job, changing any of that kind of stuff, you control how you react to it. You might not even control the pace of it or what's actually going on or any of that kind of stuff, but how you react is the piece that you own. And then that's that's the that's one of the hardest parts as I as I was going through, like, I think of, when I think of, like, embracing change, like, when, when did it happen for me? How did it happen for me? Um, is it still happening for me, right? And a lot of the people that we work with, it's all about change. Like, that's literally, we're trying to change the way you're thinking, the way you're leading, the way you're doing business, whatever that is. What does that look like? Why do you, and it's always, to me, what I found is there's always something holding you back, and it's usually fear, Right. I would agree with that. Fear, false evidence appearing real. Like you, what you, the story that you're telling yourself is not realistic. Is it, could it happen? Yes, but there's a thousand things that, that are possibilities. But can you guarantee, because no one, I, I last checked, no one could see the future. No. You have some for you have some foresight. Fortune tell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have some foresight, but like you can't see it. You can't guarantee. You, there's more things probably pointing to like this is the way the way it may happen. But even then, you can't guarantee it. No, and I think the difference is whether you're implementing the change or whether the change is being forced upon you. There's a difference. But in, is it always being forced? No, well, forced. Whatever Where word we you said, we said words. Okay, well. There's a difference between I just spontaneously decided, hey, I'm going to stop drinking coffee. Yes, sir. And somebody coming down and saying, you know what? You can't drink coffee anymore. If the if you'd have went to a doctor's appointment, he'd say, you're done drinking coffee. Yes. So there's a difference there. And I think that factors into this whole construct of change and, and how you react to it. So when you want to change something, what is, what are, what is the first thing? Like we talk about Why? like. Ooh, that was quick. I didn't even get that out, but yes. <laughs> why? Why? If if I want to change it, what's my why? Your why was your health. Yeah, on the coffee. On the coffee. Because I, like, again, and that's why I'm establishing I love coffee. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm tired of the taste. Oh, this, oh, that. So I think you've got to know your why if you want it. That's going to affect how you approach it. So it's okay. So that's 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 change that you you that you're controlling. That you're controlling. Mm-hmm. What I, like does why still play a part in change that you don't control? Well, I think it's even more important. Okay. So I is, hear this one. Is a leader, if I'm implementing change, the best thing I can do for the people that I'm leading is tell them why. And sometimes that why is, hey, it's coming down from corporate. You know, the budget is that enough, change. though? Is that vagueness enough? I mean, I don't know. You do the best that you can. And if you've established that relationship with your people mm-hmm. that they know you always share as much as you can and you're open with them and all that kind of stuff, then they know you're giving them as much as you possibly can. Maybe not everything because maybe there's stuff corporate yeah, they're says not you privy, can. Yeah, they're not privy to, right. to discuss. But you're right. sharing as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And the important part of why when you're as a leader when you're implementing change the important the most important part of explaining why is allowing time for questions after don't think you can just come in and say okay we're changing a to b and they just walk here's away here's why <laughs> and then you drop the mic and walk out 
You need to allow space and time for the people on the team to ask questions, to share their concerns, and to express their feelings. What do you do with that, though? You hear because, it. Because, you know, in certain cases, when people, when you ask, and this yeah. it's not everybody, but when I ask you to share your your thoughts with me, you think me listening means that I'm going to do what you, you said I'm going to do. And whose responsibility is that? Cheers is the leader. It's right. yours as a leader. So I need to communicate back with them, say thank you for telling me what it is, but this is the direction that we're going to have to go. We can look at whatever that person said moving forward, but there's no guarantee that we're going to go that direction because we've already made this decision. And that goes back to that 51% that we were talking about in last episode. As the leader, you've got – and your people have to understand that, that, hey, I'm, I'm hearing you, I'm listening to you, I want all the input. But there are times when we just, you know – like we used to always say in the military, shut up in color, right? Like sometimes you just got to do it. And I feel that great leaders build that reputation, that expectation with their people that their people know they're being heard. They know because 95% of the time their ideas are at least, if not implemented, there's a piece of it or, you know, then you feel empowered and like you're a part of the process. And then once in a while, you know, when when that big sandwich just comes down and you all got to take a bite of it and it is what it is. And that's the harder change because, well, sometimes I would say that's the easier change because there's no real discussion. Like you have, you know, you tell everybody why, you listen and everybody kind of maybe even commiserates and then you're just everybody's like, all right, let's go get it done. What do you, so, that's, I mean, To get people on board that don't want to, because the, the what I I had a note that I was I wrote down when I talked about embracing change and I, when I deal with people, um, not only as a leader, but what you what I've, I've observed to other people is like it's either fight or flight. Like okay. People people fight it, yeah. right? <laughs> or they say, you know what? I just don't want to be involved in this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it it was. I, I just the biggest part is, is I don't know why change. See, now I want to catch myself because I think I do know why, but I have a hard time accepting that change is hard, and that's just me, right? Has it? Do I consider it easy? No, I, I consider it doable, right? Change is doable. Like we can find a way to make adjustments, but the when I as a coach in any facet of the the word coach. Um, ask somebody, they ask me for advice. Could be wife, kids, uh, clients, athletes. And I tell you, this is what you need to do. It's pushback. And then I ask myself what... Ask yourself... If, 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 if what you're doing ain't working, why not do it different? You know what I'm going to say, Morgan. Self-awareness? Well, no, because you came in and said, I tell them this is what they got to do. Go ahead. I, 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 I kind of go to know what direction you go, but I wanna, I, I'm going to fill it out. I want you to go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you can't direct people to change. Now, we're talking like family, friends, stuff like that. Now, obviously, if you're the leader who's in charge of something, you have direct Right, uh, right, people. right. But the comment you just made. But if they're asking they said, "What do you think? What do you think I should do? What What question should you ask them back? 
What do you feel needs to be done? What does your heart tell you you need to do? What do you feel? Feel. That's right, yeah. <laughs> what do you feel needs to be done? I don't know. You know. That's directive. When somebody says, I don't know. They know. Ask them, what do you know? That gets them right down the path. They say need that to again. Be say that again. If I say, Morgan, you got to do change X. Okay. And, and, and I ask you, you know, what do you feel like you need to do? I don't know. What do you know? Then you start to list the things that you know. And usually when people start to list the things that they know, they start to find other pathways to the answer they're actually seeking. Holy shit. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I, had a, oh, another, I had a Morgan moment right there. I was like, whoa, 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 okay. It's the easiest, like, redirect. I probably have done it, but, like, to hear it on this, you know, because we're discussing it. Sometimes, sometimes we do things unconsciously. Um, not unconsciously, like subconsciously, right? And so... Holy crap, man! That oh, that's big though. Like that's that's huge. Like what what do you know? Because so, you could do that with yourself. Because should always be doing it with yourself. Because when you ask people, because that's what when you ask somebody, when you're trying to prompt them. You're trying to prompt yourself to come up with the 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 answer, or the 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 way forward. And the first thing you, I notice is like the, the biggest pre. And you probably did this with a lot of people. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know, and we say it to ourselves. Like, I don't know what to do, but what 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 do you know? And how does doing doing what you know foster the change that needs to happen? Though it's problem solving one hundred and one. It's like a puzzle, right? If you spread a puzzle out on the table, it's a thousand, a million, mm -hmm. however many pieces all busted up. What do you know? You know, if you start finding corners, you can start to build the border. If you start to build the border, everything else starts to fall into place. So really, you're just helping people find the corners of their mental puzzle. You drink coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for this one. That was, that was a, that was, whoa. That, that just came to me. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm glad we recorded this. Because that, that's, oh my God. Just... Just find the corners and build the border to the mental puzzle and everything will fall into place. Did y'all hear that? Like, I don't even know. Just find the corners and create the border and everything else will fall into place. The And most of the time we're trying to find, we're trying to find the middle before we even create the structure to, to create it. Yeah, most people are searching for that picture, right? They the want, end. We want the end result right now. Because it's easy. That's what the change that we're looking for. That's why change is so hard. Because we're we're trying to prompt something to happen that we haven't done the steps to even get to yet. Mm -hmm. We're trying to. It's like, like it, you always say the chicken before the egg type thing. It's like we we don't know which one goes first. But at the end of the day, you can't have an end result. And I think it's in society like. When change is happening and when we're trying to change something that we, like you said, we have this picture of what it looks like, what yeah. we think we were, where we want to be. We could be want to be millionaires, have, you know, whatever, yeah, whatever it is, whatever it is. But there's steps. And this like for us as creating our businesses, what I've learned is, is like, OK, decide what you want. 
That's the picture engine. on the outside of the box. Right, and reverse engineer that. Like, this is what I'm trying to get that. How do I get there, and what's the most efficient way to get there? Yep. Right, and so it doesn't matter if I'm trying to change something or I'm adopting change that somebody else is giving me, right? Okay, this seems challenging because, one, this is the biggest one, especially in organizations, the org- especially now, like because a lot of people are being laid off, a lot of things are going on. Companies are finding ways to, to do their, you know, to work their money different, work labor different, work products differently, and people are overwhelmed because they're saying you got to do this, you got to do more with less, you got to do it this way. We we've never done it this way before, but we want to do it here. the The result is you're using that new tactic or that new product or that new system, but how do you get there? And so that means you need to stop saying I can't, I won't, I don't know. And talk about what do you need? Well, I know to get here, I'm going to have to take some time and learn to read. Maybe read once a week, right? Ask questions. Maybe ask for a class or whatever it is that can lead me to I can get to a point where I can say yes. Find a way to say yes to the change. Always yes. And the other piece is I I think the one answer you're in control of, because you were talking about I can't, I won't. Right, if, if change is being forced mm-hmm. on you, if it's coming from, from corporate or whatever you want to say, the one piece you can control is I don't want to. And if you find yourself saying I don't want, mm-hmm. then you have to ask yourself, is this the right place for me? No, it was Juan. I was on the phone with Juan today, and we were talking about people, right? And we were talking about, like, when you're – when we're talking to people, and I'm t- and we're different, but like when we have conversations with other people, and then you, you ask their opinion or you tell them, they say, "Well, this is how you make me feel." I said, "Why do you feel that way?" And they say, "Well, you do A, B, and C." And for me, sometimes I'm at the place in my life now is like, "Yes, I know I did that." So, well, that didn't make me feel good. Well, I'm sorry you felt that way, but I don't take back what I did because that's what I wanted to do. But you made me. But then that other person says, you made me feel this way. And so they're trying to get me to change something that I don't want to change because I have come to a place in my life where I've accepted some of my actions. Like, I still make mistakes. Um, And how do we we deal with that part where us changing affects the outside world? Like how, like if we do it this way, this is what's going to happen to us, and these, what this, what pe- these people are going to think. Were you worried about? I guess I don't think coffee would be a good terminology. Well, let's let's. I mean, where's about, a place in rural in the what life? about changing jobs? What about when when we both retired? Either one of us could have continued to go on. So there's going to be that question of: Are you worried about? To to your point, I think, are you worried about what other people think or would think? Yes. That's a big thing. But change. we do. It, it, it's a societal thing. It's a human thing. We consider what how we're viewed by the, those around us. Mm-hmm. It might not be everybody, but it could be one person. It could be two people. Um, as you talking about retirement, I thought I could be like, I'm a quitter. Why are you leaving? I was asked a thousand times that. You could be doing this. You could be doing this. Well, especially you, be- you because you had a lot more. Like for me, I could have had... One more year for sure, and then it, had I taken another job, they wanted yeah, me to I do. Yeah, I had six and left. It, that's yeah. right to even get to to thirty. Yeah. Right, I was bumping up against thirty, and I could have taken one more job that would have gotten me to like thirty three or something. Um, 
but I didn't want to. I was ready to get out. I wanted to get out. I was ready for the change. I was ready for the transition. So that's, I think, the other question. So when you don't want to do the change, what do you, you, you do? With, mm, that's a hard. That's I mean, the big question, that's right? A dangerous one. Actually. And that's why I said the one piece you're in control of is when you said, "Hey, change is coming down from corporate." The one piece you can control is I don't want to do that. Not I can't. Not you know. These are all Ooh, other things a big you can one take too. into. Oh, it is. Yeah, because I've had it is crazy, right? Because I've we do we we both speak. But you ever had that feeling when you go speak somewhere? It's like if I say this, they probably gonna lose half their workforce. Could be. <laughs> and like I, you know, and because because you get to the point, it's like when you're talking and how we got here, you we're talking and we say this is what you got. And if you don't want to do it, we I didn't mean to. I guess don't excuse the expression, but the expression is like don't let the door hit you on the way out. Well, and if you don't want to mm-hmm. do it, kind of like the whole question of I don't know. Then what do you know? If you don't want to do it, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? That's coaching too, right? Like, yeah, we we've discussed that before in the past. I don't want to yeah. do this. Well, what do you want to do? And then you start moving. To, and I've said in you know other episodes, I've coached a couple people out of their jobs. Mm, you have okay. I yeah. like literally have, and that was what they they were in a position where they didn't want to be doing what they were doing. There was a lot of change coming that they didn't agree with, and all these other things, and. I feel like through the coaching process, these clients were just like, I'm not happy here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be a part of this. So then you start asking the questions, what do you want to do? And then they envision themselves that right now they're building the picture on that puzzle box and it's not where they are. They're building the wrong puzzle. They're using the wrong pieces. Mm -hmm. So once they can see the new picture, then they can start fresh and, and move on to that. And those people did. And, you know, it's just a part of it, right? Like, and I'm going. I think that's like the, we, we, we've we've had a conversations one on one where it's like I'm going through those changes too, right? And the, I think we all are. You about mm-hmm. to make some big changes in your life as well, and you know you have to ask yourself: Is this what this is what I really want? Like, and and because what I've learned, especially dealing with the, the the my type of clients that I get, is sometimes we just get used to doing things a certain way. It's not thing because sometimes then you start to believe like this is what I'm made to do, but really there's just one thing that you've always wanted: this lifestyle, this relationship, this job that you've always wanted. But for some reason or another, you didn't feel you were ready. You didn't feel it was for you. You didn't feel you could do it. You it's didn't like, feel like you felt like people might judge you. Feel like yeah, like I mean you see it. You see it on they talk about it on TV. I'll tell you see uh, TV shows where the the kids are doing what the like. The kids are doing what the parents want them to do, That's but right. they really they want to be a dancer. But the the, the they want them to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to be a doctor. I don't like. And being then a what doctor. does that lead to? That leads to unhappy oh. human beings, broken relationships, financial debt that you don't you ain't okay with. Uh, going down, a, I mean, it's so much negativity in that. When well, there's you, a lot of there's <laughs> a lot of external factors that have to be considered. Of course, you've got to make money. You've got maybe. I mean, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Like. Um, in my situation, I yeah. right. We got to. There are people out there that you know their their um, families are rich, and so maybe they don't have to make money. Maybe they could go do things. But my point is, you have to consider other things. But it doesn't affect what you want to do. Now, maybe you can't. Maybe you can't be a dancer full time because you do have to put food on the table. To to your example, mm-hmm. so maybe you take a job that is less stressful and makes money, 
but gives you more time so you can dance in the evening mm-hmm. or part. You know what I'm saying? There's so always you can still a, have that part of that that fills your cup. And yes, and that's where you have to start asking yourself what it is that you that you want, as opposed to what it is that you have to do or feel you have to do. And I think that's a key component to change. Is a lot of people feel like it's forced on them. They shift into victim role. All this other it's stuff. Fight or flight part. Yeah. That's right. You know, the flight might be healthy though. I didn't. Yeah, this is the first time I thought about it like that. But that might be. I mean. It is healthy for some of us. Mm-hmm. And maybe right. fight is healthy, too, in certain instances. I'm sure we could dream up a situation. Or you can come back to it. Like That's right. You don't have to do it right then. I think the thing is to acknowledge the emotion that it's causing and then to, to start to explore where that emotion's coming from. So if it's fight, it's probably based in fear. So then what am I afraid of about this change? Once you start to, again, we're building the borders of that puzzle now. And once you start to answer those questions, things will become more clear. Yeah. And that's uh, that, so what, one of the, the stories that I came up with regarding uh, change is like, and, uh, you know, uh, us in the military, we we had a lot of bosses. They And that changed. Oh, my. I don't, I don't know time. how many yeah. I had. Gazillions. <laughs> yeah. A whole lot of that I had. And you always knew something would change. But at the beginning, when I was a younger, uh, younger Marine, I didn't like it. I fought it. I wasn't okay with it. I'm like, why are they doing this? And, why? and I, I liked the understanding of what, what I needed to know. Uh, but it took me a while to, to see the benefit, like even understanding why, why the military moves every so often, why we move every three to four or six years, whatever, or sometimes not at all. But why are we moving? Why is that? Why are we not homesteading? Uh, these different places. And I just thought I was like, it was woe is me it's against me i'm being attacked are you just trying to change my life you but not looking at the bigger picture not Mm -hmm. understanding how many other people this affects not saying if i don't move that person don't move well that person might need to move because i I had one case where i didn't want to move i didn't want to i didn't want to come to jacksonville north carolina this Mm -hmm. is where i live now right i didn't want to come here until i found out that the reason they were moving the person that i needed because i want to stay in cali but they needed to bring this person there that their son was fighting for his life and needed to be there. Yeah. How selfish was that? And, and like, and, and I still thought about like, but I still want to stay here. Like I, I wasn't seeing the bigger picture of what change is all about. And we can say that change affects us, but what we do affects others. In some way, shape, or form. You, and you might not ever see that effect, but to acknowledge that the way you are. The things, even to be able to think about this, how today you stopping drinking coffee changed people's lives because you explained to them how you did it. Mm-hmm. You explained to them I didn't make myself, did nobody tell me I had to. I decided how I was going to do it and didn't say I was going to never do it again. I just said I will do it differently. Like that in itself changed, that one scenario changed somebody else's life, one person say. And we need to understand that change not always about us that it's about all of us and I think that's the biggest piece for me when it comes to embracing it is knowing that there there's a reason behind it there's an understanding behind it and it's not and not be selfish mm-hmm. how many of your clients come to you for how many of their um how can I word this where it sounds right like their changes start as a physical manifestation 
and then go into emotional and mental. All of it. Who who does it? Well, the reason anybody if it if it doesn't people if people say that doesn't that means they're not accepting it. Well, what I'm saying though is you you're in a unique situation. My clients are you know leadership clients or whatever. They're coming to me for that. How many of your clients come to you because they want to be athletes or they want to drop some pounds or they want to finish their first Ironman or whatever? So it starts in this physical like I'm Correct. I'm hiring Coach Morgan Correct. to train me up to do whatever. But then that change starts to ripple throughout their life. They say things like, this is one of the biggest quotes I get. I didn't know I was going to get all this mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, of, yeah, but it, you change who you are. You change the internal. External is easy. Yeah. That's my philosophy. Yeah. It's totally easy. Like, if you could change, you could take the time to say, you know what? I need to listen more. You know what? I need to be more compassionate. You know what? The biggest one? I need to give myself some grace. Mm-hmm. That changes how you move in the world, how you talk to other people. But what prompts, what prompts those those or initiates or whatever the the people for change? What makes somebody say, "I'm gonna," like for me, for they're the coffee? They're fed up with something. That's right. They're fed up with the result that they're getting from whatever that thing is. Or well, but what about somebody mm-hmm. who says, "I want to do my first Ironman. I want to. I want to go from couch to 5K." We hear that all the time. There's a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. It's always a reason. So that's, it's the knee behind the knee. It, back to that why. Yep, knee behind the knee. Right? It's yep. it's digging in and figuring out. And that, I guess that's my my recommendation or advice to people is figure out the why. If it's on you, like what's your why? That You're going to be more successful in accomplishing the change that you want if you know, if you really dissect and know your why as much as possible. Personal change or professional change. Yeah. Now or accepting being, change. That's or right. accepting change. That's right. Right? Like you said, if it's this... Yeah, and so for we're the making leaders, this change in the in the company, and you aim down with it, then you have a choice. That's right. Or for the <laughs> leaders that are explaining the change, make sure you give the why, but most importantly, like listen for their feedback and feelings. Maybe you can't act on it, but people want to be heard. There's so much more we could talk about with this part. <laughs> are we? Are we? I can't see the clock. No, we, there's we, a giant we, light. No, there, we so. good, man. And but like, it's so much more. Like we just we, like that that we can that we can be if we accept that change is inevitable and decide how we live within it, right? And I think that's like that's what we're talking about, like mm-hmm. how like how to embrace it is like how to accept change, how to accept it, and what does it look like to you, uh, and not and, you know especially in or within an organization when you're in a place where you say. Um, you know what they doing this, so they they're not doing anything to you. They're doing it for the organization. So right. don't don't take a change as an attack upon the people. But this is if there's a the reason behind it. And if you decide that the more this is the big one I have. People say, you know what they make this change, but I can I don't have, I, I can't do nothing else. It's only I, I need this job. Don't and once you make the choice to accept that change or be in that change or that process. Stop being mad at everybody else well, with yeah, your it, choices. Well, or your situation. If you, and that's a great example. Correct. Yeah. I need the job, and that's where reality comes in. Reality. Then that's a perspective shift that you have to to make, and that's on you. I need this job because I need the money. I don't necessarily like the change, but I need the money. Okay. Acceptance. Well, 
And and then you start to, again, build that border and fill in as much as you can to get where you want to be. Where you want to be might not be the perfect situation. Hold on to it. Go look for another job while you hold on to it or try to get a different position. There's a lot of ways you can do it. It's when people just sit and they're like, you know, again, it's that victim mindset. Yeah, Yeah, the victim mindset. Woe versus wow, right? Ooh. That's, I've heard that before. Oh, I'm. That's like going to be a chapter in my. Oh, it is a chapter in my. Woe versus wow. Yeah, woe is me versus wow. That was me. He's dropping them nuggets today, bro. I'm telling you, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> we had a good session like last record, but like this one is. He dropped like three. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and this one was. I got to go back and list two to make sure I get the nuggets. But I hope everybody got something for this. Like embrace change, allow change to happen. And and control what you can control. That's the, you hear this all. The, a lot of people hear this all the time. Control what you can control, and what you control is you. How you how you let things in, and what you what comes out of you. And if you do that, and you're honest with yourself, mm-hmm. that's the key. If you're honest with yourself, change is for the better. I would just say, and I'm sure, and I, I would have to Google it, but if you look at the definition of change, I bet growth is in that is a word in that definition. Yes, yes. So instead of maybe reframing, I would encourage people to reframe change into growth. Every day that you're changing, you're actually growing. And then he hits me with a one. I don't, hey, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe, send it to your friend. Tell them to, that Jody is on here. And I'm going to tell you exactly what you tell your friends. Jody is on here dropping nuggets. And Morgan is at awe. <laughs> For everything, and then you know them guys have some serious life experiences. So if they dropping nuggets, you better be listening and picking them up. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for hanging out, everybody. See you later. Bye.